podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, James. It's been a while. It's nice been a little to while. See you. Yeah, it's our first, our first podcast for 2020. It is, and of course, we're coming into this with uh, a lot of uh, things going on in the wine industry. Yeah. So we're recording this the 3rd of January. So that's still, I suppose you call that early summer. Very early summer. Third way through summer. But we've already had some big heat uh, incidents, mm. and, and like, that's continuing. Yeah, so I mean, last time we talked, um, I was very much talking about disease and pests, and and sort of since that time, we've had probably the lowest disease and pest pressure in in my career because it's not rained. It's very hot and dry period since. Totally, and and we were talking a bit uh, earlier in the week about these temperatures, but also more importantly about soil temperature. So I want you to explain what's going on in the soil at the moment. Yeah, and what I, what I will do is accompanying this in the latest crop watch will be some will be a, a graph that will show what we're about to talk about. Okay, fantastic. Um, but I, I found uh, sites that have, there are sites with weather stations. We fixate a lot about on air temperature. Um, we had our record December uh, days earlier in the month um, where we had temperatures in McLaren Vale in the uh, mid 40s and we were all like that that is a record right right yeah. but when I was checking that I actually noticed that some of the temperature sensors the soil temperature sensors actually recorded more days above 35 degrees in the soil than there was in the from air temperature because we got that relief coming through with air temperature mm, but, but it didn't cool didn't, the soil down didn't cool the soil down you had temperatures there 38 degrees still in the soil yeah i had air temperature of say 28 and soil temperature of 38 um, can you explain what happens in this situation yeah well the, the the trick is now we're in a cabernet vineyard um in uh in a place we call it tatachilla here what's the soil like here it's um pretty dry <laughs> yeah. it's uh what color is it oh, it's it's brown and black it's brown and black yeah so, so like it, black yeah. cracking it's like us wearing it's like us yeah yeah it's dark clothing it. yep it's cracking it's uh got a little bit of cover crop in the middle um irrigation, Some now, irrigation. yeah they're irrigating it at the moment but if you look at the size of the area that's being um the volume of soil that's being irrigated versus the tyre volume and that and we're actually recording in front of a dripper that's not working as well <laughs> just yeah. to illustrate a point but what's your estimate of how much of the soil is getting watered oh less than two percent it's probably a little bit more than that it's probably ten percent so ten percent of this soil is being watered and cooled the remaining ninety percent is basically baking yeah totally and you yeah. can feel it just standing here yeah and the roots in the in the baked soil are not going to be being effective for us they're not going to be doing anything okay. it's too hot so how far down do most of these roots go most of these roots will go uh, nice rule of thumb anywhere you go in the world what you see above the ground in terms of shoot length is probably what you've got under the ground okay so if you go into a little bush vine vineyard in Blewett springs and they're only up to your waist you probably only got that under the okay. ground um, here these go they're taller than me so maybe two meters and is there anything that they can tap into down there uh now no 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 okay no so that's that's the thing when we've when we've had these dry seasons i i sort of tell people it's a bit like someone turning the sound down on the stereo very slowly 
you don't quite notice at first, but then all of a sudden you're like, I can't hear the music anymore. The old DJ trick when you want to change the song yep. midway to just fade it out. Um, we're we're having our vine vigor faded out over a couple of dry seasons. So what some you know, canopies are reducing in size, uh, which if you look at a photo year to year, you can probably pick up. But if you look at it every week, it's a little bit harder to say. And that's wholly and solely due to uh, dry soil for a lot longer through the se- through the season, um, restricting growth. And what do you think of the berries here? They're tiny yeah. and they're very sparse. We haven't had any on yet, but the, this fruit is not filling out. It's, it's very small. No, it's very sparse and there is some damage. You can see on little the A little bit of sun damage, yeah. And I think what's really interesting about this, this vineyard as well is that there's, um, there's not, a lot of, not, not a lot of canopy. And the canopy's quite sparse as well. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Yeah. It's about the, the volume being yeah. turned down on the stereo. Totally. So this is the beginning of our season. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. The next two months are going to be very tricky. So what do? You, all right. So for somebody that is dealing with this right now, what are some of the best things that they can do, especially with these high soil temperatures? I think that look at their irrigation system, um, right. because as I said, we're actually in a spot that's not working properly. Yeah. And there's a few different yeah um and we're at an age where a lot of our a lot of our irrigation infrastructure unfortunately is at the end of its, it's life to be yeah it needs to be replaced um and whether you replace this irrigation system with an exact copy or you perhaps modify it to better suit um hot climate conditions that'd be something i would look at and go this was designed for the 1990s Okay, so you're saying there is a definite change and you should be definitely looking at different ways of doing things, oh, it's certainly, in your opinion? We're certainly getting hotter air temperatures, but as I've said, hotter soil temperatures, temperatures. is probably the most important thing. And we need to modify what we do. So uh, how can we keep the soil cooler for longer? We can do it by using irrigation. Yep, that was my next yep. question. What other Well, we can also mulch. Can we, do? we can mulch. We, we talked about that last year. And this is this is turning into a carbon copy of last year. Because we had a look. I remember the vineyard the we looked thing. at with the vineyard that had mulch that was 10 degrees cooler under that vine than the one that had nothing. Yeah, And this, site, this site here, I can show you rows that haven't been mulched that look much worse than the row we're standing in. You don't even... You're a little bit upset with the way this row looks. Yeah. So, okay, so mulching, water, of course. Yeah, water. If you've got it. As, ah, you know, look, I wish I could tell you, I mean, I I wish I could give you some other magic bullets. Seaweed solutions are supposed to help uh, because they uh, decrease the size of the the stomates in the leaf through through hormone action, and they they can reduce evaporation a little bit. The great unknown... In, in, a, in the districts that, that we're, we're talking about is um, there has been some use of reflective sunburn material that you spray on, but because it is difficult to do that, as in it happens at a time of year when farmers aren't typically going through their vineyard and the rates of these sunscreen products they have to use are extremely high, it doesn't suit our spray equipment that we have it's not widely done okay it's been done a few times correctly by people and they've sort of gone oh, no, no, it doesn't quite work for me um but that is another technology that that 
in theory could work we could have we could have whited out these vines and made them heat reflective using um, using these sunscreen products but because of the practical limitations of applying it we haven't done it so looking at the size of these bringing this back to this big vineyard and these berries what are you expecting just generally of this vintage uh, you you can it we're going to have low vintage we're okay, have so low, low yields. Crops. Yeah. um if we can pull it off between now and then we'll have like good fruit intensity because so, you have very small berries across the okay. lot yeah. um, high tannin yeah, yeah. hopefully low huge amount of light so we got a light, light light exposure which again yep. is normally a good thing so it's not all doom and gloom but it's just yeah you have to you have to worry about your plant's health now if we have too many years like this in a row because and i also want to ask you like today is a really cloudy day but it's not really cloud it's sort of smoky yeah and i mean i noticed um last week when we had those awful fires in the hills we actually could smell that smoke down at the beach here yeah so what sort of effect do you think this is going to have uh with smoke taint it the risks of smoke taint increase the closer you are to harvest okay so the closer it is to so at the moment we haven't had verizon so we would feel that the amount of smoke in the air today is Mm, uh, hopefully fine okay um we would have to be careful if the fires on kangaroo island blew back into this area as as it did a couple couple of days ago and i think no that that's really that's sort of because kangaroo island's off coast it hasn't really been um talked about in the media an awful lot but i know there's a lot of stuff going on over there yeah there's there's an intense fire that i say today's january 3rd actually um so it's been burning for about a week. Yes. <laughs> or even longer, 10 days. Yeah. And yeah. so it'll, unless they can, miracle happens, it'll keep burning and keep producing smoke. And if the weather conditions are such that it could end up in our valley. If that occurs, um, the AWRI does smoke taint testing. Yep. So you can take samples of your fruit from 9 or 10 degrees Beaumet. In the three or four days, they'll do a quick turnaround and they'll, they'll start flagging issues. Okay. And what are some of the issues that will come up with smoke taint? Uh, it's, a, it's an off flavour, yeah. yeah. it's an it's off flavour. Yeah. Um, and where do you find that it mainly... So you said when we start the raison is a problem because it's going to go in, obviously, then... Yeah, through the surface of the berry. Through the, the surface berry. of the berry. What about with, with the leaves? Uh, it could, could be a problem if we don't have any rainfall okay. because it means that if this, the smoke that's in the air, of course, is going to be settling it's going to on be the settling. vine and if there's nothing to uh, to remove that. So a 10 mil rain would be so welcome right now. Um, cross fingers yeah. that that's going to happen, but at the moment it doesn't look likely we're going to get much rain, if any. We just need just need a little bit to wash some of this um, Yeah some of this smokiness off yeah so for people that are that are worried about what's happening you're talking is it too late to do mulching uh i think like this year yeah because everything i say i'm talking theory sometimes yeah. and there's a there's always a practical element well you know are you going to be able to get machinery to do this now yeah. should you be driving complicated machinery through a vineyard when there's a fire risk no, no you shouldn't be so it's um it's something that's more strategic what i'm talking yeah, about so this yeah. is definitely one of the more interesting and difficult years you learn through difficulty yeah. yep yeah. and i think there's been a lot yeah. of lessons this year unfortunately it's pretty sad um 
Any other tips, James? Any other things people should be doing right now? Oh, oh well, I, I think sometimes it's probably better not to do anything okay. under these weather conditions. So to wait and see. Yeah, and I, uh, I would give you, I will, the amount of damage that's done by summer sprays in 35 degree plus conditions versus the risk of disease is just no comprehension. Okay, yeah, so don't, at this don't, stage, don't spray, sit, on, sit on your hands. Just sit on your hands, wait, check your irrigation. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. People Fantastic. get nervous if they go like a month without spraying. But you feel like you're not doing anything. It's, it's a, it's a, it's been a, it's been a very dry month. Okay, yeah. and that looks likely to continue for quite a while. Uh, I look. I say I'd love ten mil of rain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, I would just love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time, Jill. Hey, so, thanks. Yeah. I always learn so much when I'm out here in the vineyard with you. And um, yeah, I think uh, this is a really difficult time for a lot of people in the industry, and it's amazing to see you guys all coming together. Well, finger, to, uh, fingers crossed and we wish everyone, yeah, wish everyone, everyone the best. Yeah. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region.
This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region.